You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a two-stripe white belt who trains at Gracie Barra Champions located in Tom Ball, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, Jaleel Manns. Man, glad to be here, Lamar. I'm excited. Man, I am too, man. This You're supposed to have been on <laughs> mm, a, couple, a few episodes ago. Right? Yeah, you're being, being kind when you say a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know first and foremost man you know i appreciate you uh, taking some time out and coming uh doing the episode with me today yeah anytime man anytime i can support i'm, I'm there man greatly appreciate it but uh let's uh let's not keep the people waiting if you want to formally introduce yourself again by all means and let's hear about your jujitsu journey yeah i'm uh jaleel mans i i train at uh gracie barra uh, Champions, uh, which is in Tomball, Texas, kind of at a little north of Houston, Texas proper. Uh, professor Kurt uh, Zettelmoyer is, uh, is our professor there. Uh, so uh, it's a great school, man. I, I love this. I, I have to love it to start again at 45, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have some, some love for it. Yeah. So, um, so you, so you trained before and now you're getting back into it. Yeah. I fell in love with jujitsu back in the mid nineties, man. When UFC really got popular, um, Hoist Gracie was like the wizard in the wizard of Oz to me, you know, watching that man work was, was sick. And, uh, friends of mine, you know, we just, we, we gave everything we had for the pay-per-view because we didn't want to miss it. Um, but, you know, shortly after that, I went into the Navy um, and I, I had a unique opportunity while I was at um, uh, I was in the, the, the Navy in the Naval Air Station in Norfolk. And so things were so big. It was it was unbelievable. Um, there was there was a, a school I went to was Tracy's. It was a UFC school. Um, and there I was learning a little jujitsu, trap fighting, shoot fighting. Um, it was just they threw the whole thing together and I just I fell in love, um, but I just wasn't able to continue because, you know, I was serving I had to go. Uh, I was mm-hmm. with a search and rescue squadron. So, you know, I didn't get all I wanted to out of it. Um, so after that, you know, life continues kind of hard to, to continue, got out of the military, um, got back into jujitsu again, you know, and, and life happened. And I was there in, in another Gracie school. Um, in Knoxville, Tennessee. And back then it was different. There's a lot of black belts in jujitsu now, but my professors back then, or, or would be called coaches now, were two brothers who were purple belts, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that was pretty much the best we could do, you know, uh, probably early, mid 2000s. I just don't remember mm-hmm. you know, a whole lot of black belts back then. Um, and so, nah. now, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hoist Gracie, honestly, was probably one of the only black belts I saw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, during that time. Yeah. Yep. So uh, life continued. And, uh, you know, I just found myself gaining a crazy amount of weight. Houston has tons of food, probably over 15,000 restaurants in the metro area last time I checked. And I can promise you wow. 90% of them are good. <laughs> okay. Mm, so I found dangerous. myself getting up to 283. And, um, 
on my 45th birthday, I said, no, I'm not dying like this. I'm not going out mm -hmm. this way. Um, and so on my 45th birthday, started jujitsu. Um, and it, it's been a game changer, man. I mean, it's from November till now, this was July. Um, I've lost over 50 pounds. Nice. Uh, yeah. What nice. Yeah. And then, you know, my, my doctor took me off uh, blood pressure and, and diabetes medicine too. So mm -hmm. I just find myself blessed to be in a good spot. You know, I love jits. No matter how much my body hurts, I'm, I'm still going. Uh, it's part of the game. So um, I, I really yeah. love this, man. It, it's been a game changer for my life. It's been a game changer for everyone in my life around me. Um, and, I, and I really can't complain, man. I really can't. Right. Now, I hear you, man. That um, That's one of the, <clears throat> excuse me one of the the health benefits i always like i stress to people when it comes to like you know getting in shape because everyone always thinks you have to get in shape to do jujitsu like no it's the other way around you do jujitsu to get in shape because when i because when i started i've been doing it for like six years now so when i first started training i was let's see I was roughly around about two, 240. No, I was, no, I'm sorry. I started roughly around, I was like two, like 280. Yeah, close to 280. Started working out a little bit, got down to like two, 250-ish range. And then once I started training consistently, like I've been under like 220 for like ever now. I, you know, it fluctuates back and forth, but like now with, with training and actually me competing now, so I've been trying to keep my weight down. So the trainer has been kicked up. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it definitely, man, it's definitely a, definitely a good workout, man. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good workout. It's a game changer. And, and I can tell you, man, the, the raw talent at my school is, is unbelievable. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I rolled up my last class I went to, I rolled with an, an orange belt, 16 year old kid. He's been, he missed a year and a half, but I mean, it's, this kid gave me the fight of my life. I'm like, dude, you're coming harder than the blue belts I roll with. This is sick, mm -hmm. you know, but it's not, it's not about winning. You know, it's not mm -hmm. about winning all the time. You learn when you tap, you learn, you know, when, when somebody teaches you something that you didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I, I really love to, I just really love the school and everybody there has been so cool. Professor Kurt is, He's an animal himself. He's a lot of fun, uh, but he, he works as hard. He works, he gets it in, you know, and, and that's what I want. That's what I expect is that that technique is key. It's not about running through everything and, and just, yeah, I've been through every class and I know everything. No, it's a technique. That's, yeah, man. That's what saves you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because... When you, when you think about like, because of the way we train and the way our school is, man, it's, you know, very grindy, you know, just smashed out jujitsu, no, no space whatsoever. So it's, it's geared to tire you out, you know, so it gets to the point where all you have left is technique, all that strength and all that, you know, energy is gone. You have to depend on your technique. And if you don't mm -hmm. got it, you out of here. Yeah, that's true, man. Even when I started, you know, I, I would never claim to be the best or or even a beast. You know, I'm 
I'm confident, but I think one of my strong suits that I learned when I figured out, I'm like, I'm overweight, I'm out of shape, my conditioning is crap, you know? Um, and so what I ended up doing was, you know, Professor Kurt always tells me, survive, 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 mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I mastered this thing where I just kept putting myself in the most vulnerable positions, you know, and now, you know, there are people who can, they'll tap me, you know, but I'm going to make them work, work for it. That's kind of like the running joke is that, you know, when, when a couple people roll off of me, you know, they're trying to catch their breath, but I, I was focused on, you know, surviving defense, mm -hmm. master, you know, trying to still trying to master my breathing so that, mm -hmm. you know, my that strategy was basically, you know, let them wear themselves out and then move in, you know, neutralize the defense yeah. and move in. And that's a solid game plan. I'm that same, you know, I'm that same way. Um, that's something that we was that was distilled in us ever since the first day I started training. Like as a white belt, your main goal is to survive. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. if you rolling with the upper belt and you survive, they don't tap you, you won. Because mm -hmm. they're supposed to tap you. So even to this day, like anybody I roll with, I don't I don't go speed for speed. Sometimes it depends on if we're rolling no gi, I'll kind of like try to match speed. But usually I'm calm, I'm chilling. I play, I'll play bottom because I know, you know, I know my safe spots. I know when I'm in danger, so I'll just sit there, let them work and struggle. And once they start to start sucking wind, I'm like, yep, now it's time to play. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the first moves I mastered was that smother choke, and it's just all day, you know. A nice little bear hug. Mm -hmm. That's it, man. Post out. You know, and, and I was no light was wasn't a lightweight at 283 starting. So that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a um a good friend of mine's man. That's one of that's kind of one of his, man. He's a big solid guy. Just once he get around you, it's like, yeah, man, I'm just about to just suffocate. Yeah. Get from under here. A man so, can't breathe, he can't fight. <laughs> yeah, can't breathe, can't fight. So from the, the the time you started, you know, when you first started jujitsu versus, I guess you want to say starting over now, like what's what's been like the biggest um, differences, like differences you saw? Oh man, the the whole Gracie organization is a lot more structured than you know back during that that start in the '90s or maybe you know, late 2000s. Um, and and when I showed up, I was like, no gi, what's that? You know, there was no no gi when I was in in class, so I was like, "This is this is interesting," you know. Um, and so, it's definitely a lot more structured. The instruction's much better. It's a lot broader. Um, it covers a lot. You know, the, the Gracie fit thing, the um, you know no gi gi, um, the funda fundamental classes. You know, it's. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time there. I should probably have my mail forwarded there or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it gets like that, dude. Like myself, like I train, oof, what, four days a week now? Ooh. So, yeah, actually, I'm, no, I'm sorry. It's not four days a week. It's it's five now. It's uh, five days a week now. Uh, so, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Is I'm like I keep asking myself like why am I here? <laughs> I don't I don't want to train this much. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like uh, I wake up. Yep, time to go to the gym before work. Yeah. Go train. Go to work. 
and all that other stuff. So, I mean, I guess it's paying off because I can, I can feel myself like when I roll now, I can do a solid 10 minute roll uh-huh. and I'll feel it a little bit, but not as bad as it would be like a, like a couple months ago. I'll be, uh-uh, can't get 10 out of me. <laughs> you may get a half of one, but mm-mm. Tens, nah, but like I'm trying to push myself. That's what it is. I'm trying to push myself to, you know, endure longer matches because I eventually want to try to, do, if I can find a tournament to do like a submission only. So that's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah, I bet, man. I, I'm not. I'm not at the point to compete yet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and hopefully, you know, I, I try to rely on on the coaches and, and Professor Kirk to let me know. And now they're, you know, I think we got like six black belts at our school now, you know? Wow. And, and that last promotion ceremony was was heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I rely <clears throat> on them, you know? They they tell me, you know, hey, give it some more time. You're not there yet, you know? And, and I respect that because the last thing mm-hmm. I want to do is go compete, get heel hooked, and then, you know, I'm, I'm on crutches you know, for, for too long. So I, I really love the instruction, the, the mentorship. That really means a lot to me. Um, it's just, it's gotten me further, you know, that push that, you know, he said, hey, you know, I'm not going to let them kill you. He said, but I am going to push you to your limits, you know, so get right. back in there. You're not winded. You're not hurt. Get back in there. Um, and, and it's great. I love it. Man. I, it. It's an odd relationship, isn't it? Like it's like oh, being yeah. in an abusive relationship and then running home to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you get beat up and get mad, cry about it just to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, I, I'm icy hot. I got my massage gun. I got, you know, Epsom salt soaks and and I get back in there. Yeah. What are you going to do? You love it's, the sport too much, man. You love I it I love too it much. a lot, you know, and it's it's not for everybody. I mean, obviously, uh, so on my gi, you know, it's jujitsu for everybody, but it, it takes, I think that aspect, because I heard somebody ask me about that, is, you know, jujitsu is not for everyone. But I, I think the statement is really just inferring that, you know, if you're willing, if you're strong enough and you're willing to hang in there and learn, you can do it, whether you're an old man that's 80 years old, you know, or you're, you know, um, just someone who's never fought before. Um, a lot of people leave good people, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's we, we've got a we've got a brotherhood in there. You know, we're, we're family and um, and that counts for a lot. Um, yeah. So that's it, it's really important to me, man. I, I love it. You know, I'm getting in shape. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm harder to kill. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just, just a little bit. bit, (laughs) I'm not catching bullets with my teeth like Bruce Leroy, but you know, it's going to take a little bit more to get me. And that's, that's fine. Cause if I got another minute, I got a chance. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, but like, I hear that a lot too, when people say, uh, jujitsu is for everybody. And I kind of do believe it because, I've seen people of all walks of life walk into our gym from people who has like never thought about doing jujitsu, like joined because their partner joined type deals and they end up falling in love with it. 
because it's you know it's for one is the atmosphere that you put out you know because if you if you have a school where you know they are, they're going to make you roll they're going to make you compete they're going to make you do stuff that you're not comfortable with yeah they they they're, they're going to have a distaste for it because they're going to think every other school is like that see us we're like all right you come in you want to learn cool you know you learn what you want to learn if you don't if you you can come in and do every single technique every single warm-up and if you never roll you never roll you won't advance but you you gotta worry about rolling but eventually everybody comes around even like even my wife like she just back she's like consistently back into training now um she'll be actually getting ready for blue belt probably the end of the year and i keep telling her i was like you have to get into the you gotta get comfortable with this like if you want to advance, you gotta get comfortable with this. So now it's like she used to mainly just roll with me, but now she's like opening up to like rep and train with other people. And I'm like, you gotta get you gotta get your hands dirty with different people because mm-hmm. you know once you test, you gotta go for it. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah man, that's, that's the thing. You you gotta get in there, and I love that. You know, some I used to when I first started, I would do the same night. So I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night you know, and it was like that. But then I started meeting people because we got, you know, noon classes and at 630 in the morning classes. Oh, and so yes. I wanted to get that taste of, OK, how does this professor teach? How does this one teach? Um, mm-hmm. How and they all have their unique styles. They're all teaching the same Gracie curriculum, but it's still different. You know, everybody mm-hmm. explains it a little different. Um, and then I always enjoy rolling with other people. You know, I mean, shoot, <laughs> I mean, there are people, you know, I guess some of the guys from from the night classes miss me, but I want to roll with those different people. I mean, there are purple belts who have who have been amazing. They're blue belts, like a blue belt. We got one guy at our school, six, seven blue belt, you know, four stripes. I mean, this guy's throwing me up in the air, trying to get me flying triangles and I'm letting them like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it's nuts. But when you roll with those different people, everybody has a different style. Some people they're they're more at you, and they're not going to really say, "Okay, hey, you could have done this different." You know, one mm-hmm. guy he's going to say, "Oh, like I was, for example, I'm rolling with a purple belt, and I'm I'm wondering, I was like, why is this guy not moving on me? Like he's not coming at me." And so I just stopped. I was like, "You all right? You good?" And he's like, "I'm just giving you room," you know. He's like, I'm giving mm-hmm. you room to kind of figure things out, you know, and, and I really appreciate that. You know, I'm kind of moving oh, yeah. and, and he'll nudge me a little bit and I'll say, oh, OK, yeah, if I go that way, he's going to sweep me. All right. Appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. and and so that little mix of rolling with so many different people and and having those different experiences is really what's shaping me. And and I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree with that like a million percent because um, before I started this podcast, I have never been to another jujitsu school, just my own. So one of the guys from the earlier episode uh, earlier episodes um, invited me to his school. Uh, his school is called uh, Voyage, and uh, they are more of a competition sports style you know school. So went to one of their no gi Saturday classes and. It was a 90 minute class. Maybe we did like two or three techniques and then the rest was just hard rolls. And 
I damn near died <laughs> because I wasn't used to that pace. You know, yeah. I was able to work my, I, I was able to work my game. I saw what worked, what didn't work. Cause what was fun about it was it was no gi. Nobody knew who, what belt rank what nobody was. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. looking at, okay, who this guy, that might, that might be this guy, that might be this guy, just depending on how they move. But um, yeah, I just took what I learned from that. And then the next time I went back, I, you know, I had an idea on what to expect and everything went a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. So, and <clears throat> it's like, I always, I always like employ people. Like if you learn, if you love jujitsu so much, you know, obviously, I, you know, if it's, if it's okay with your school to cross train, but yeah, go visit other schools, like get a, a good wide eye view of what, you know, what's, ju- what jujitsu is. Cause it's more than just what you learn at your school. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, and and those are by seeing other schools too. Um, I mean, there's literally one in walking distance from where I live, but I, mm-hmm. I I'm in the back of my mind, I kind of have that loyalty thing, like uh, you're not yeah. supposed to do that. Um, but there's a the point to that too is that those are the people I'm going to be competing against. So seeing them, kind of understanding how they're learning and and seeing how they flow and how they move. Is, is important too. It's valuable to me as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, that that's important. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Because like what really made me do it was when I did my first uh, tournament um, and I'm like, you know, once again, I'm just used to what our style was. So when I went out there and competed and I'm like, oh, this competition sport as style is, is, is serious. From, you know, from the movement, the pace, you know, the intensity, I was like, yeah, I'm not used to this. I am not used to this at all. So that's when I decided to like, you know, just like, you know, find some other schools. I met some uh, cool people and I just been really studying up on that. So like the second time I competed, did a whole lot better, um, survived a little bit longer, still lost, but survived longer. So I'm like, all right, man, it's, it's, it's getting there. By the time I, I, I'm, I'm getting there. Getting it for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things I had a conversation with that same purple belt that let me kind of roll and and kind of flow with it. Um, he said something to me that just got my attention. I was rolling with somebody else and I heard him say, um, he was like, "Yeah, if I could start all over again at white belt, I would start. I would have started competing earlier." Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, "You would go back to white belt <laughs> and start all over and." And compete why you know and i had to find out but he said that you know if had he started earlier he would have had a, a better understanding of what what competition is because i yeah i haven't competed yet i'm not mm-hmm. there yet i'm working on my conditioning but man it, it's it's uh it's an experience it's almost like ufc to me right you know yeah. watching all these these hard hitters come at each other and and we've got gold medals coming into the school you know there are people i roll with and i'm like dude <laughs> how you submitted that dude that was sick you know mm-hmm. he's like yeah yeah you know it's my my third competition i was like just just shake it off then right you not a big deal to you it's, <laughs> it's, like, kind of it's light work it's light work <laughs> yeah light work you know we got a guy you know he's he's killed it in all gi you know but he's never competed no gi so now he's mm-hmm. trying to kill it there too Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, the two have their own little nuances and, and I get it. 
Um, but I think there are some valuable lessons to be learned there. And when oh, yeah. it comes to competition. I, I agree with him completely, dude. Like I swore off competing. Like I never entertained the idea of competing until like purple belt. I'm like, why do I, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not even a competitor, like whatever. But once I did it that first time, I was like, damn, I wish I did this earlier. Yeah. Wish I would have done this a whole lot sooner. But yeah, I'm like him. If I could go back and tell my white belt uh, version of myself, like, dude, find every competition you can get, you can find and just enter it. So let's see yeah. what happens. Because like, ex- especially now at Brown Belt, it's it's hard getting you know in competitions now because you want to get one or two matches unless you're doing no gi gi and absolute that's the only way we're going to get those you know heavy matches because the last few i've been to i've had what um two matches in gi and three mat and three matches in no gi Mm -hmm. the whole entire and i was there the whole entire day oh man so it was just like my division no gi no, my division gi was first, and then I think like three, like two, three hours later was my no gi division. So I'm just sitting around, it's just bored. Like, man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing that on Facebook because I was. I think did you win the the one before that? No, the uh, no, I didn't win the I didn't win I didn't win the first uh, the one before it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I did. I, I did uh, post about it. Yeah, I was surprised that you didn't win. I was kind of, I was cheering for you in the back of my mind, and then when I saw the post, I was like, "Ah, oh, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, I was, I was cheering for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the other guy wasn't. Right, I know, right? But I competed. With, I um, I faced him twice. I faced him at uh, the first grappling industries I did, and I faced him again at the last one. And that's another thing about competing at high belt. You usually run into the same few and small uh, group of people. Yeah, it's not a lot of you brown belts and black belts out there. No, no. Yeah, yeah so, you know, it, it comes with it and there are lessons to be learned and it, it's it's cool. You know, if I can, if I'm not in a full body cast, then I, I'm okay, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, if I'm, yeah, shoulder hurt, knee hurt, ankle hurt, wrist hurt. Everything hurts right now. Yeah. But I'm still breathing, and I will be at class tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I will be teaching class tomorrow, and tomorrow is no gi, so oh, yeah. that's how we yep. do it. For us, too, yeah. Got to love it. You know, and it's, I try to encourage people. We got a new guy in there, and I, I've seen all his kids roll, and and then they just made, like, some sort of executive decision in their family. Now the whole family's rolling, mom, dad. Like nice. three kids, um, and and he was a little bit hesitant. He's like, I don't know, I want to get in better shape before I do no gi. And I was like, No, don't do that. Just go. I'll see Let's you go. tomorrow. Yes, shake your head. Yes, see you tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, because like you were saying earlier, right? I mean, you do jujitsu and you get in shape. You don't get in shape and then do jujitsu. It's it happens as long as you continue to show up. Yeah. Cause, cause you don't even, cause you don't even think about it really. Cause you're, you're down there. You're the only thing that you're thinking about is, oh crap, I don't want to get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're fighting, you're going two, three, four minute rounds without even noticing. 
And then once everything is over, you're like drenched in sweat and pounds is just falling off. I'm telling you, I sweated probably half of that 50 pounds on the mat and all my practice partners. Shout out to all of you, man, for just soaking up all that sweat. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I sweat after the warm up and I barely made it through that when I started, you know? Yeah, yeah man, this uh, it's, it's a killer, man. It's such a killer. And it's like, we're trying to kick it up now. So it's like, uh, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? There's really no explanation for it. We're all crazy on some level and that's okay. We're family. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't change it, man. Wouldn't change it for the world. Mm -mm. So yeah. have the, have the thought of competing crossed your mind? I know you said you haven't competed yet, but have you like considered it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was told to give it another three months and then, you know, we'd have that conversation again. Um, you know, I probably lost three pounds in that, I mean, 30 pounds in that last three months. Um, mm -hmm. I'm doing my own conditioning on the side. So I do some cardio and it's a shame. I, I know I, I lost some muscle too along the way. So I'm, I'm building my muscle back up and, and shedding the pounds. So I, I'm looking forward to competing. Um, <laughs> it's still a, kind of an unknown to me because you don't really know how good you really are until you hit the battlefield, you know? Yeah. How good or how yeah. bad you are or, or how if you need more work, I should say, not bad, right? But mm -hmm. um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am because there's, I think that's where a lot of my education is going to come from. You know, I, I believe mm -hmm. the purple belt who told me that, you know, and, and you reinforced that just now. So I want that experience. I want that that knowledge because I can work with it. You know, mm -hmm. somebody cruises through my guard or something like that. I'll be like, all right, cool, cool. Let me work on that. You know, and, yeah. but it'll, it'll give me a clear picture of where I need to where I need to focus uh, specifically besides just surviving. Right. You know, what, what do I need to fine tune a little? Yeah, because you get you know, you get used to the the guys you roll with at, at your school, obviously, because you see them every day. So you roll mm -hmm. with them every day. Right. So it's it's a good breath of fresh air when you're able to um you know get some get some new bodies yes so you know because a couple what was it, last weekend my memory is so crap right now uh i think it was last weekend uh shout out to my boy johnny point he he was on the episode uh, episode a few episodes back inviting me out to his school to do a seminar and me and him got a chance to roll and he's not used to pressure passing in that, oh, that, that, you know, that grindy pressure passing. And he was just looking like, dude, what the hell? I was like, yeah, man. I was like, that's what we do. We don't, we don't, you know, we, we punish people that's under us. Oh yeah. Like, you oh, give no, us space. It. I'm going to take it. We're going to consume it. And it's mm -hmm. over. Like you're not oh, getting yeah. it back. Oh yeah. Try to bridge if you want. Don't worry. I'll post it up. I'm waiting. It's okay. Right. You know, but I, I love, I love the pressure passing and, you know, professor gets on me when I'm not as tight as I, I could be, you know, mm -hmm. um, and that's his job. I love that. Um, but did you know Ed O'Neill does uh, jujitsu? Uh, yeah, he's a jujitsu black belt. Yeah. Did you see his, the video of him? Because there's very little video of him. Um, what video did I see? I think it was a, I, it wasn't a video of him rolling or anything, but it was just like a, um, 
just like a, a clip of him standing talking to somebody on the mats. And I know so I saw a few pictures circulating that he was uh he was a black belt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the clip, I think, probably wasn't any more than a minute. But if you talk about press, pressure passing, I mean, this dude was – I just I, – I rewinded it. I was like, there's no way that guy could get up from that. There's no way. And, you know, and he was just kind of flow and smooth with it, you know. But mm-hmm. the guy was – there's no way. There's no way he was getting getting out of that. And he was oh, man, I got to find that video. Yeah, there's there's not much on them. But – um. Who knew Al Bundy knew jujitsu? <laughs> yeah, I think I think when I found out about it was a couple years ago. Either he had his black belt, or he was, or he just got his black belt. And then that's when like you started to see more and more celebrities doing jujitsu. Because mm-hmm. um, you know you had like Demi Lovato, you had now you got Tom Hardy who just got his purple belt. Um, you know. Um, Keanu Reeves. Um, I'm not sure if Jonah Hill still does jujitsu, and Ashton Kutcher. He, I think he's a brown belt now. Man, that's crazy. Um, what's it? Barry Bonds does jujitsu? He just got, he his, got blue he belt. Just got his blue belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got his blue belt. I'm like, and what Barry Bonds was in his 50s or something like that. Yeah, I think. Uh, hey man, yeah. it's never too late. I was a big fan, <laughs> and it, it's odd seeing this because when I first started watching this in the '90s, it was it was kind of like jujitsu was a, a well kept secret, you yeah. know. And, and now it's it's mainstream. You know, Mark Zuckerberg is doing it, and you know, you know Dana White says that Elon Musk has done it. You know, when I heard the talk, it was it basically inferred. You know, Mark practices Elon. You know, maybe not. You don't know. Yeah. But I mean, a man's probably got to keep an eye on his money. I get it. Um, right. But it, it's it's odd seeing it be be so mainstream and to see so many videos on Facebook and YouTube in my feed and, you know, just seeing all this instructional stuff. Um, it's just it's evolved into it, into something I never really pictured it being, which is, um you know, like we were saying earlier, I mean, people are able to jump into jujitsu, you know, doing karate or taekwondo and getting kicked in the face may not be your cup of tea, but it sure wasn't mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> in fact, that's how they got me at the first Gracie school. He gave me a tour of the, the gym and I was like, okay, this is nice. And it wasn't anywhere near like Tracy's in Virginia Beach back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. UFC training school. It was much bigger, elaborate setup. You know, they had pros running through there. Um, but as I was walking out the door, I told him, I was like, let me think on it. I'll be back. And then he gave me some statistic, like 87% of fights end up on the ground. You know, what are you going to do? And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back in and sign up. That's what I'm going to do. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about the joint class. That's, what, that's what's about to happen. Yeah, that's it. You know, and, yeah. and it, it's fun. No, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it's fun because, you know, I really appreciate the the open embrace is that my first, well, my second school really was all about, um, it was actually attached to a shoe store their dad owned. So if I wanted to go in and train, I go in through the shoe store, their dad would let me through, hit the weights, you know, work on my conditioning, do some drills. Um, mm-hmm. And he was a beast in his own right too. He was, he was the first to introduce me to a rear naked choke. Nice. Uh, 
and, you know, imagine me in like my, you know, mid to late twenties. And, you know, I said, bring it old man. And he's like, all right, I got you. <laughs> you know, next thing Come I know, on. I'm like, wait, I'm fading out. Grandma, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and he humbled me. Like I had to check my ego at the door after that. Because mm -hmm. you you make assumptions about people and what they know and, and their age. And, and there's some young guys, young cats at the school too, who, you know, they saw me overweight and my belly hanging over and they're like oh yeah that's that's my guy that's the new the new white belt that's my guy right but i got that middle-aged man strength and they underestimate that <laughs> <laughs> i can take a whooping you know i can handle it so don't don't under don't don't sleep right don't, you know oh, so yeah. it's been fun man i regret nothing well i do regret one thing i, I regret kind of not sticking with it earlier, um, you know, because I would have, I would have been so much further along. Um, but I don't regret a thing, you know, other than that, I just, I wish I'd stuck with it before. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my thing there, man. I was like, I always sit, sit back and I just think like, dude, what if I would have found jujitsu 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Cause yeah, cause growing up, if I don't think I've ever heard of jujitsu until you know, you know, the Ultimate Fighter, mm -hmm. and it was always karate, taekwondo, kickboxing. That's all you saw. And I remember walking into a gym as a kid, and I saw a kid not that much older than me get kicked in the face, and I'm like, mm -mm, this this ain't it. I'm like, nope. I don't want to do this. I still wanted. I still wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it because I just. I just saw that. But like now, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I wish I could have. If jujitsu was around when I was a kid, dude. Mm. Yeah, that would have been a wrap. I mean, and and some growing up, I saw some of my friends who were, you know, I had a friend. He was a brown belt in karate, and and that was his thing. He's like, I'm a brown belt. You can't mess with me. But I watched him take a beat down too at school. You mm -hmm. know. Um, and and it, when I reflect back on that, it, it wasn't a lack of skill on Jason's part because the dude was a beast. He was, you know, for a teenager, mm -hmm. he was a beast. But there were no ground skills. There was no right. Once he got down, dude was just smashing it. And I'm like, yo, you know, let's get him off. It's over. It's over. Stop, dude. Let him go. Right. Mm -hmm. But oh, please. Come on down here, please. Come in the water. With come swim with me, please. Right. Yeah. Because <clears throat> people always, you know, you like you. It's not as much as it used as it used to be, but like you always see people, you know, crack jokes about, you know, you know, every jujitsu player like to fight on their back, but that wouldn't work in the street and blah 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 blah. <laughs> but like, you have to understand, like, yeah, the fact that we're able to fight off our back doesn't necessarily mean we have to. It's just a, it's just an, as an option that we have if we want to get to the ground, right? Because if me and you fall to the ground, you don't know, you not knowing what I know. I know once I hit the ground, like, oh yeah, I can yeah. get up faster than him. I can move quicker than him. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, like yeah, like you said, not not taking from your boy who you know who's a you know he was a beast on his feet, but he wasn't on him feet. He was on his wow. back. That's right. You can't kick when you're on your back. <laughs> uh, or if you only knew about turtle or something, right? 
Right, just ball up and pray. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. about it. Wait for him to make a mistake and, you know, and, and capitalize. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been, it's an amazing journey. And, you know, as my conditioning gets better, you know, I, I plan to cross train a little bit. We've got a vicious, vicious coach, Juliana, at our school. She she had eight UFC fights. She teaches nice. kickboxing. So I want to add that to my repertoire. But what I'm learning from some of my my partners really is that, you know, some of them are splitting their time, a little jujitsu here, some kickboxing there. And some people excel with both. But my focus, I know, I know me, my focus needs to be on, on jits and, and deal with that first and become a little more proficient before I start mixing it up. But eventually, you know, I want to add that to the repertoire, that and the boxing. And, and so then it's fine, whatever you want to do. You want to stand up. You want me to sit down like Gordon Ryan or something? It's cool. We can do it. <laughs> However you want to do it. Right? Say pick your poison player. Yeah, pick it. Roll the dice. Let's let's play. Like, like oh, yeah. Let's let's play. <laughs> right? Yeah, because I just I just started cross training too. Um my my work schedule kind of like opened up a little bit more. So I uh started taking privates with our kickboxing coach and man. We, what uh, I think it was last week, we did a um, a strength and conditioning uh, little workout, and I was filling that class for like the next like three days. Uh -huh. I still feel it. And this was last <laughs> week, and I still feel it. Like every time I move, uh, like a rib might twinge or like an ab might hurt a little bit. I'm like, duh, that's so crazy. But I love it, man. I love it. <clears throat> love it Wouldn't so much. It. Would not would, trade. Like, yeah, would not trade it for the world. If I could, if I could do it more, I would. Mm -hmm. Like even right now, I would. Like I, I mean, I could because I, I have access to my gym. Like just just go leave and just go to the gym and just work out. Do a couple, you know, grab my wife, go roll, come home, go to sleep, type deal. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. It, it's amazing how far we could go. I mean, if I won a lottery, yeah, I'd be there all the time. I'd have a, I'd have a massage therapist on retainer, you know, unlimited membership to cryotherapy, <laughs> you know, the IV place. <laughs> right. I would make a, I would make a career out of it. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. And it's and it's and it happens so fast. You know, it's like you. <clears throat> You find out about this sport, you find out about the martial art, and you start thinking about, you start learning the history. And then you start seeing like the, how much it affects you outside the gym. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, your whole life is engulfed in jujitsu. Yeah. Like yeah. everything about myself, like everything about me is jujitsu from what mm -hmm. I wear, from how I, how I carry life is everything is 95% jujitsu. It's amazing how it just takes over your life like that. Um, but, you know, like I said before, it's just going back to your attacker, asking for more and it's and we're OK with it. So I'm it's it's inexplicable. I don't even know how to tell somebody I could tell them come roll, experience it for yourself. But I really can't I can't explain it until they experience it. When they experience it, they're going to say, Okay, they're gonna go one of two ways, right? One, you invited me here and you're a sick man. Don't call me again. Right? <laughs> right? Or they're gonna say, Ooh, give me some more, right? Right. 
you know, right. so that's that select few, but you know, it's not for everybody and that's okay. You know, not everybody is made to endure that, to find out about those muscles you didn't know to have that's, that's, you know, cramping up on you like, oh, where's that in my back? Because <laughs> I don't know that. Right. right? But it, it's, it's, it's revolutionary. Um, I, I just transformative. There's not a whole, you know, I'm sure there's a, a million words in a dictionary, but it, it's just something that has to be experienced has to be yeah yeah like you said it's it's so hard to explain i can show i can show people videos i can show i can talk to my like till i'm blue in the face mm -hmm. about how you know how awesome it is how much it you know affected me mentally physically emotionally or whatever the case may be but until you actually get out there and you get your hands dirty with jujitsu you're never going to like fully understand it yeah nobody says yeah, let me pull over at that school right there because I want to get choked today. Nobody right. does that. Nobody says that. Because no. you know what's coming in there when you see them roll. Like I, I'll see people come in and they don't want to do the trial lesson. So they sit there with everybody else and watch. I watched one dude. He was like, you know, he heard he heard me scream because this guy kind of fell back. It was it was all on my technique, but he fell back on my leg and dudes like, you know, almost I would say like 305 or something. So my knee got you know, I, I fell back on my leg and hyperextended my knee. Mm. And, uh, and so I screamed out. That was the first instinct was, ow, oh, that hurts. Like, ah, you know, and, and um, so there was a guy watching. He saw it happen. He's like, nope. You can hear his car keys. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, even a dude that fell on me, he felt so bad, you know. And uh, Justin, if you watch this, come back, man. We miss you. But he came back, like, but he thought I had to go to the hospital, like my leg was broken. You know, I got, I'd gotten up. It happened right at the end of class. So, you know, I got up, I was good. You know, I didn't really, and you know how these things are. You don't really feel it to the next day. Right. Know? So right. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, bro, things happen. I'm okay. I'm breathing. I got a pulse, you know, I'm good. I'm good. And, uh, and that's where, you know, it's not for everybody, you know, not everybody can handle that, but th these are the things that shape us into who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we develop mm -hmm. this mental toughness, this physical toughness, this emotional toughness that, um, that most people may never experience their entire lives. And right. I feel bad for them. Yeah, man. I, 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 I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can never not tell people like, no, nah, just, just come. I don't care how old you are. Just, just mm -hmm. come on over. Come on over. Give it a shot. I don't care. That's well, I, I got a bad hip. Well, use your other hip. I uh -huh. got a bad knee. Well, use your other knee. I don't care. Just, just come try it. Just come try it. Yeah. No excuses. <laughs> just, just give it a fair shake. And, and by the end of that first class, you know, you know, it's for me, I don't think well, it wasn't my first class, maybe like my third or fourth class. Professor put me with this big dude, man. Luke is an animal. He he plays rugby, right? Oh, God. So, <laughs> so Professor comes to me. This guy's got like two stripes on me or something. And so we're matching up. And I find a new white belt. And Professor's like, uh-uh. Jaleel and Luke, I like that combination. Go. So, I, oh. so this guy is like all over me. 
I'm like, man, make it stop. You know, I'm, I'm tapping. I'm out of breath. The professor just looks down at me. He was like, you're not hurt, right? No. Get back in there. Get back in there. Let's get go. Let's move. I'm going to push you. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like, you know, for the whole time Luke was there, he would always pair me with this guy because we went hard. You know, I had no choice with this guy. <laughs> he, was like, he was coming for me. I had to be ready, you know, and um, and he helped. Uh, you know, he helped shape me he, like he really helped develop my defense. I had no choice. You know, I got right. tired. You know how it is as a new, you know, uh, white belt and, and my arms are killing me from getting arm barred every class. And I, I had to stop putting it out there, stop reaching, you know, mm -hmm. keep my keep my frames, you know, and, and Luke. Thank you. If you're watching this for helping me learn that lesson. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. But it's just you try to deviate. You try to if you panic, you try to use your strength and you deviate from the technique. And then that's where you start the down downward spiral. You know, it, mm -hmm. it doesn't pay to try to abandon the technique and, and use raw power strength. Even if you are stronger than another person, you're going to pay for it later because you're just you know, that it's like a battery indicator. All right, you're at half. <laughs> you're at quarter. All right, now he's got you arm barred and you don't have enough juice to get out of it. Guess what? Right. You yeah. Right. But you know what actually helped me a lot develop? Um, because we were, we were, we, <clears throat> we're really not a, a big school. We're actually growing now. I think this is the biggest our school has been in a while. And I think we got what? I think it's like 12 of us now. 12, 13 of us. But what really helped me was the fact that I was our instructor's main Uki. Like, um, we had one guy named Andrew. Shout out to my boy, Andrew. Uh, he was, oh my God, he was a monster, dude. He was one of the smallest guys in the school. So just like he said, he had to develop a game that works for him. So by the time I, I, joined, I joined school, he was at Blue Belt. And his guard retention was phenomenal, dude. Like, mm -hmm. unbelievable. Like, you cannot keep this dude down. And talking to him, like, man, like, you know, how'd you, you know, develop that? And then once I started to see the class, everyone was in the 200s. You know, big dudes. Uh, big yeah. dudes. He was the smallest. So he was like, yeah, I had to develop something to keep these smaller, you know, to keep these bigger guys off me. And so... Fast forward, he stopped, you know, he had, you know, he kind of like fell out of love with it, stopped training. So I've, you know, been working with the instructor. So it was like every technique that we go over, I've been in. Mm -hmm. I felt, you know, almost every single arm bar, every single lapel choke, every single whatever. To the point now, if we're going over class and he's like, okay, we're going over side control today and depend on the first technique he goes, I'm like, okay, shit. He about to show X, Y, Z. So I prepare myself for it. But after a while, you just get used to being submitted. You don't care no more. It's like, yeah, I, I know how far my arm can go. Like, yeah, I know how far that can go. I know how I, I, I can play around with this. So, yeah, getting your ass kicked helps. <laughs> it's, it's the best lesson because you get tired of it. You get tired of, yeah. you know, your mm -hmm. arm hurting and you. Like for example, there's a purple belt there, man. Leland is a, he's an animal. His cross collar choke is deadly. So we roll six minutes. He's tapped me four times with that. And each mm -hmm. time I'm thinking, oh yeah, I, 
all right, yeah, I got it from last time. I know what I did. I'm not going to do that. And he's so patient. You know, he's like, all right, cool. And he's he's so technical and methodical about it. He's like, all right, step one, right? And he's he's taking his time. He's waiting for me to mess up. And then he's just locking them in. And I'm counting it. I'm like, all right, step two, step three, hand is up, ready to tap. You know, <laughs> but he's, he's so good at it. And, um, you know, and I'm learning from that. But mm -hmm. he's the one who strengthened me when it comes to defending against like that or an arm bar, because like, for example, with a with a, a lower white belt or maybe even a white belt at my level, I can feel that when they do the arm bar, I can feel if their technique is not tight. And that's what mm -hmm. tells me whether I'm tapping or if I'm fighting it, you know, right. now the purple belts are all tight at my school. So <laughs> they only took one time. I was like, yeah, I think I can get out. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know? And he's standing over me. You all right? You all right? Like, my my pride is hurt. My ego is hurt. But yes, I'm fine. Yes. So you see, I, I turn my music up and cry about it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to do it is in the shower, man. You know, you just say, hey, I got a little shampoo in my eye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the shower hide my tears. That's right. Oh, man. But, uh, Jaleel, we got a question, man. I ask everyone who comes on the show. Uh, it kind of became the staple of Talk You Just podcast, man. So, um the top three people you would like to roll with? Oh, oh boy. Um, Audrey Gracie. Mm. Uh, I'm still a big <clears throat> Gracie fan till till the end of time. Um, and I'm I'm very curious about Gordon Ryan. I'm I'm curious about the King. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So I would say those are the, and there's so many, man, Donahue. I mean, I, I'm going to stick with the first three because this could be a, a rabbit hole. So I'm going to stick uh, with Oh, yeah. Three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why I said top three, because if I would say top 10, we'd have been here all day. All day. All <laughs> like, day. no, top three people. Give me your first three people. Yeah, I want to I want to feel some submissions from the Gracie family directly and, you know, um, I think even if it was a quick roll with, with Gordon Ryan, it would be uh, it'd be a gift to my no gi game. Definitely, um, yeah, definitely, yeah. But um, man, if you got any questions for me, man, you know, by all means, uh, if you got anything coming up, you want to shout out your school or whatever, man, the floor is all yours. Uh, I I got uh, man. And nothing to shout out right now. I mean, shout out to all the professors there, Professor Terrence, Professor Kirk, uh, him first, you know. Um, I mean, all the all the black belts at my school are are phenomenal instructors in their own way. Um, and they've they've shared their gifts. They they blessed me with that. So that was, you know, I really want to shout out to the whole school, really, man. We're tight family. It's always been tight from when I started Gracie, you know, back in the day till now, I still have that feeling of home. So shout out to GB champions. And, uh, you know, I see you guys in class. Uh, but, you know, if there's something that comes up, I'll definitely share. There's always 
a million competitions going on here in Houston. Um, if I can get some footage or something, share it with you. I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. Oh yeah, man. Um, I, I'm always, I'm always down to talk shop. So oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing like, nothing like talking jits with somebody else. That's, that's, that's a top conversation, you know, and even the UFC, you know, oh, dang it. I left my boy out. You said top three. Damn it. Uh, who, who was you thinking? Last style bender, man. Is he out of sign yet? Is he really? Is he? Yes. Is he? I mean, he's been training with Galval. I think he's a, I think he's a blue belt now. Mm-hmm. Or I think he might be purple by now, but I think last time I checked, he was a blue belt. His 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 determination, his fire inspires. Um, I feel you. I feel yeah, you. yeah. He he talks a game. You win some, you lose some. You know, but you know he's yeah. He's, yeah, I get uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's rare that I'm I'm voting against him in one of his fights. It's rare. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> hey, we can we always have another episode. Gonna... I gotta hear it. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later, though. We'll talk about okay. that later for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the uh, end of today's episode. I would like to thank Jaleel one more time uh, for coming on the show and uh, blessing us with his tales and experiences. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Uh, please go and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. <laughs>